Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm good. I once saw Sheryl Crow in concert. <laughs> we have nothing to talk about up top, so that's uh, that's a random talking point. Uh, did she? Did it make you happy? Uh, sure. I never really listened to much of her music except for the handful of hits I knew. You know, if if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Actually, it was you know? a pretty, like, we were like, I got it. We were going to do a music video for this uh, artist who was, like, opening for Sheryl Crow. And so I mean, we actually got to sit, like, really close to the stage for a Sheryl Crow show. If it was someone I was, like, hmm. more geeked about i probably would have been losing my mind but was it an outdoor it was dte uh, uh were so, you able to soak up the sun i was not we were like in the pool mm. we were like right at the stage like first row or second row it was insane that's too bad it's really nice to soak up the sun tell everyone to lighten up sometimes you know it is true i have some sun soaked music so we'll make this relate <laughs> yeah. if it kills us that really. sounds great uh did you have any clue that i was sneaking cheryl crow song uh titles into our conversation no okay i heard soak up the sun that's an obvious one yeah did you say something about the first cut is the deepest no if it makes you happy oh, we right. talked about that so two so you did two of them? yeah um that's you know a, i feel like that's about as deep as i can go right now you know who uh speaking of going deep you know who wrote the first cut is the deepest cat steven yeah baby yusuf islam my favorite he's the man he's great so should we get into it sure why not I we have nothing important to say yeah yusuf um so uh folks if you haven't listened before uh we pick four songs each and then reveal them to each other over the course of this podcast so you're going to hear our genuine reactions and you might hear me say lordy lordy barry gordy or brian might say Papa likey. And that's our stamp of approval. We're saying we sign off on that being a good tune. So let's get into it. I'm excited uh, for my first song. This uh, comes from a Chicago rock band named Post Animal. Ah, yeah. You are familiar. Have you heard this new song? Ralphie. Ralphie, baby. I have, indeed. So a little background on the band. Uh, they call themselves a band of brothers, but they're all just best buds. They do not share parents. Schwimmer? Is Schwimmer in it? David Schwimmer. Is he in this band? No, no, sir. Oh. But there is a certain hunky, <laughs> hunky TV actor, Mr. Joe Keery uh, of Stranger Things. But we'll get there. First, Hubba let's wubba. talk about. <laughs> first, let's talk about how this band was formed. This was formed when childhood friends Dalton Allison and Matt Williams met Jake Hirschland, and the three of them started making music and putting a band together. They enlisted drummer Wesley Toledo and guitarist Javi Reyes and hunky TV star Joe Keery. Although I'm sure they got a, a few hunky guys in this band. The band was recently signed to Polyvinyl and their proper debut is coming out April 20th. It's called When I Think of You in a Castle. And you know how I recently vacation shamed you for going to cabins on the lake in Michigan here? Yeah, yeah. I went to, you know, a handful of cabins over the summer and yeah. you made me feel the size and of I an was ant. Just toiling over a hot laptop, just yeah. just chopping the audio for this here podcast, and uh you were just living it up. And uh you know we talked living La Vida Loca. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. And uh we talked about the band Bonnie Dune going to retreat at a lake house in michigan to write their new album 
Well, guess what? Post-animal, these Illinoisers, they're crossing the border coming into yeah. our turf, yep. and they retreated to a Michigan lake house and wrote and recorded this album. You know, there's not a lot of lakes in Illinois, and uh, I didn't know. I don't know if you know this, but there's a shitload of lakes yeah. in Michigan. They're pretty great. Um, and so people often do that. And actually, there's like on the west side of Michigan, there's a bunch of historic lake houses where like Chicago mafia mafia people would ah, go vacation Al Capone's. Um, Al Capone yeah you, you got your Capones you got your Gaddies you know <laughs> yep. all that kind of very cool good stuff so yeah. maybe they stayed uh at one of these maybe they found uh like Jimmy Hoffa's bit body buried where they were staying or something but I can't speak to that what I can speak to is that they made an amazing album and it's all self uh produced performed and uh written so it's pretty impressive I didn't realize it was all done by them when I first heard it Drummer Wesley Toledo said this. He said, before this album, we weren't sure what the future of the band was going to look like. I was considering moving to Los Angeles and Joe Keery was off filming Stranger Things. We didn't know where we were all going and we wanted to make an album with all of us in the same room. So that's kind of cool capturing that. Like just before your friends go off and do different things, you wanted to, they wanted to make this thing all together. And uh, this album takes a lot of twists and turns and, you know they're very influenced by like Stranger Things. That took a lot. Of that twists did. And there turns. were tunnels under the thing. Yeah. Um. But you know they're very influenced by like psychedelic rock, like sixties and seventies mm-hmm. psychedelic rock. But I also on this song, Ralphie, I hear some, uh, some similarities to bands like Twin Smith and Fang Island. I feel like if you mm-hmm. took the like progressive rock jubilance of Fang Island and mixed it with like the weird psychedelic stuff of like King Gizzard, you'd have what Post Animal is doing on this song. Um, and uh, Joe Keery isn't touring with the band currently, but uh, on he is on this album. And on this song, him and Dalton Williams trade off vocals. And this song just has a stupidly catchy chorus, which I mean, it's not it's it's stupid how catchy it is not that it's stupid itself but it rocks pretty damn hard too so let's get into it here's post animal with ralphie Oh 
that chorus gets me, man. Uh, I I love it so much. Who was singing on the chorus? I'm not sure who nah, sang. I want to I want to know parts. which. I I imagine. I like I, to imagine it's my my boy Steve Harrington. Yeah, probably. I mean, and I feel like I yeah I couldn't really pick out two different voices there. No. I feel like they go together really well. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm not sure. So picture it's it's Stevie. That's that's all right. Um, I'll forgive you for not knowing. But he's just spraying that Farifos. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, that song is great. You know, I you just put it on and like all I want to do is have some fun. You know, I, I got a feeling I'm not the only one. I'm sure you also just want to have some fun when you when you play that song. Sure, it's a fun inducing song. It's bright. It's a it's going to be great when the weather breaks and we you know can roll down the street with our windows open blasting that song Mm -hmm. uh it's a great summer song and yeah it's definitely i don't know like it's kind of a crazy combination of eras like i also hear some like 80s uh kind kind of pop rock in there as well um yeah i like it a lot yeah it takes like because i uh I feel like I didn't finish the song the first time I listened to it. I was just checking it out. And then when I heard that chorus, I was like, damn. And then mm-hmm. those uh, just some really cool guitar effects, great riffs. And I love that building part at the end there. And it just cuts out classic shit. <laughs> so that was Post Animal with Ralphie from When I Think of You in a Castle out April 20th on Polyvinyl. Uh, you know that song's about Ralph Nader, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a line in there about him, like, inventing (laughs) seatbelts. Did Ralph Nader invent (laughs) seatbelts? Yeah, it was on a drunk history. I don't know if he invented them. He did something that, like, caused cars to have Kind of like when Al Gore invented the internet. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. In fact, I, I was like... Oh, I should make a joke. I was thinking this like uh, a minute ago. Like, oh, I should make a joke about the song being about Ralph Nader. And like he starts talking about global warming. And I'm like, wait, no, that's Al Gore. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Ah. They both lost elections or did they? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. They definitely both did get elections stolen from them. Have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? No. That's a good shoot, man. That's also a good point. They could be the same person. Yeah, man. That just reminds me of, uh, you know, kicking back, playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> of course, you know that's what Ralph Nader always brings to mind for me. Yeah, it, you know, it's back in the back in the day. Mainly Al Gore. Um, Ralph Nader actually reminds me of college because I went to one of his. Uh, rallies before it was uh, it was not very big but um but al gore you know he he was back in the in the 90s and that's when i played tony Hawk <laughs> pro skater did you like that did you ever get into oh, that yeah. game yeah loved uh, that and n64 right yeah that, there it was on n64 one of my favorites um it had an incredible soundtrack too yeah. you know like the the mu the music i think that's where i first heard um I think that's where I first heard Public Enemy uh, on, on Tony Hawk. <laughs> You're probably the only person who had that specific relationship with Public Enemy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could see some like sheltered, younger yeah, kids true. playing that video game. And that song was sweet. Uh, I forget which one it was specifically. but Really curious to see where you're going with this. Anyway. <laughs> 
So the the next song I'm going to play comes from a 27-year-old uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, who records under the name Uno. And he got way into music when he was a young kid, uh, when he got into the skateboard culture. He started playing Tony Hawk uh, video games. Then he became a pro skater himself. He also was a skater. He went to skate shops and like he would hear the, the music at skate shops at um on the tony hawk game and um as well as like watching skate videos and he just got into music that way it introduced him to rock and rap and sometimes rap rock and um all sorts of stuff like that at home he had primarily listened to like reggae and um like dance hall music because he had a i believe his father was from jamaica so it kind of all of these influences shaped him as a person growing up and in the eighth grade his dad bought him a 20 dollar guitar from a flea market <laughs> he taught himself how to play his cousin helped him learn how to make beats in his room and just fell in love with making music it's awesome so he's been kind of doing that he has a home studio he's been making music for several years and all of a sudden somehow Ishmael Butler from Shabazz Palaces and Diggable He's at Planets. It again. Last gets, year we, he got Porter Ray oh, on there. Yeah. Now he's got you. Now he's got you know. So somehow Ishmael Butler finds out about about this guy and he falls in love with him and brings him on to Sub Pop and Sub Pop just and they just signed him. Yeah. <laughs> they just signed him and uh he released a new single and it's really great. And what's really great about you know is that um, despite being signed to Sub Pop now, he's not going to change any of uh, the way he's worked. He's going to still mm-hmm. record at his uh, home studio. Uh, he self-produces, engineers, and plays all the instruments in his songs. He shoots all his press photos, designs his album art, and directs his music videos. Wow. And he's been doing that for years, and he does not intend to change that, even though he's been signed to Sub Pop. And good on you, Sub Pop, for letting him do that i think that's pretty cool too good on you sub pop good nice. on you to you so, i don't know why that sounded like i, I don't know speak to me I, I liked it though it was cool yeah. um so with all of these differing influences you know his father's from jamaica he grew up listening to reggae then he got into the like rap rock and all that kind of stuff what's he gonna sound like you know like is there any way to know like what does he sound like yeah is what is this like a mashup of lincoln park and shabba ranks (laughs) i i don't know i guess there's only one way to answer that question and that's to listen to the song so let's go ahead and listen to you know with no going back
Oh, baby. Got to give that a lordy, lordy, very gordy. <laughs> I don't know what that what that sound was, but well, that was, was just so... It was fitting. Um, happy. That song is wonderful. You know, the first thing that it reminded me of when I heard that keyboard part is uh, Beach House. That just seems like a Beach yep. house like mm-hmm. type synth part. And... Uh, Definitely didn't sound like Linkin Park meets Shabaranks. Um, but yeah, I loved just that. The chorus is lovely. I love the little la 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 part. Just that fat, nasty bass. Oh, yeah. And then he rips a sick solo yeah. uh, halfway through there. Very sunny and bouncy, but also kind of has that haze, which I feel like adds a like weird, uh, just like a weird tone to it where it's just those notes kind of hanging over everything else that add a weird slight dissonance that I like a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we are playing the songs of the summer right now, man. Yeah. Like the, uh, the, these are both very bright and, uh, just songs you can play while you're kicking it at a barbecue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like DJ earworm mash these up for your summer mix 2018 baby yeah exactly Even though it's february <laughs> right yeah well hopefully summer will be here soon and we or, don't forget about these songs no how will we they're so good never um yeah i loved when the uh when the electric guitar came into like up up to that point it was a very good very catchy poppy song and then i thought that just kind of set it up a, a, another notch there it's interesting that you caught on to the dissonance because the the theme of the song uh you know it's called no going back and it's kind of where you reach that point where you realize oh i can't go back and fix this or that mm. i i've reached a point where point no return i yeah so um there is kind of a you know a, a, that kind of spirit to the song as well even though it's very catchy very happy sounding it's still a little regretful hmm yeah i can see that so that was you know with no going back which is out now on sub pop I uh, don't believe there's any album attached with this single yet, but I would assume there will be uh, sometime soon. Cool. All right. Well, my uh, next artist similarly has those sunny sounding uh, songs, but with some some heavy topics and lyrics sometimes. Uh, this comes from Irish singer and rapper Reggie Snow. Uh, I told you about him a couple weeks ago when his uh, debut album, Dear Annie, came out, and uh he grew up in North Dublin and said he was afraid he was going to be blacklisted from hip hop for being Irish because he grew up where there was no music scene. So he had to be his own music scene and just do his thing and uh, make a way to uh, make it work. And uh, he did and ended up getting signed to uh, 300 Entertainment, uh, home to the likes of Young Thug and mm. Rap Snack Superstar Fetty Wap. Ah, uh, Fetty Wap. Yeah, and uh, Honey Jalapeno Honey Superstar. Jalapeno, baby. Hey, guys, quick shout out. If you're out there listening, go buy yourself Fetty Wops, Honey Jalapeno, Rap Snacks, Chips. Oh, They're do so it. good. Do I it. think about them all the time. Yeah, and those those fabulous cheddar ones, those uh, were pretty great. After our show last week, if you didn't listen last week, we uh, had a Rap Snacks tasting party. They're these chips with... Uh, rappers on the bags and uh i 
ate all of them like a monster that night. Just <laughs> finished off all those bags. Uh, I don't blame you, man. They're so they're good. addicting and very good. Um, I was thinking about what Reggie's uh, rap snack flavor would be, and he talks about lemons in this song uh, we're gonna hear called Spaceships, mm-hmm. and he has a song called Pink Lemonade. So I think he could have like mm-hmm. something like. They get some uh, pink Himalayan sea salt on there, oh. and then a hint of lemon. That's good, right? Interesting. That Wouldn't sounds that like good? an interesting. I would so try that. I'm chip. gonna like write to the rap snacks people and suggest Reggie. Um, but they, Reggie, if they uh, contact you, you can go around me. And make sure I get royalties. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. But anyway, let's talk about this album, Dear Annie. Uh, It's his debut album, and he's only 23 years old. You would be surprised to hear it because his skills are pretty astounding. Uh, He has some great guest appearances on here, too, uh, the likes of Amine. You know him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just saw him at Mopop this summer. James Jesse Solomon and Anna of the North. And uh, the production is fantastic. Contributions from Kay Trinata, uh, Cam Obi, Rocky, and Lewis Offman. But on top of all that, Reggie, he has this great laid-back delivery, but he could still deliver some creative rhythms and lightning-fast rhymes that'll make your tiny brain spin around in your skull. Whoa. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm coming at you, honey. Yeah, that's scary. I I hope that doesn't really happen, but I'm, I'm interested in hearing it. Luckily, that won't happen on this song. It's okay. pretty laid back. Uh, but this song we're about to listen to is called Spaceships, and it's featuring uh, Ebenezer. He's a singer. Delivers a great chorus. And uh, this shows off how smooth and funky and catchy and sun-soaked this whole album is. So... Let's take a listen to Reggie Snow featuring Ebenezer with Spaceships. I'm a dreamer, a paranoid sleeper. She sold drugs and hugs, she gave cheaper. I kept love and guns, I went deeper. I loved hoes and drinks, she loved sneakers. A little bit of you, I'm swimming in. A little bit of love unraveling. A little bit of light, my crucifix. And I know that you gotta be celibate. Shine down and keep my mind free. No charm, now get on two knees. Don't jump the rope, that saved me. Don't leap, I know, I know me. The holy tabernacle shall bleed when I dance, my nigga. When I laugh, show me. When the stars unite my spirit, I will climb those stairs, I will proclaim. Christian, a lot of y'all dumb, overrated. A lot of y'all be looking like baby. A lot of y'all can't spell basic. A lot of y'all know my fragrance. With a bag full of lemons What if trees grew wings? No, don't Don't crutch my mind I stay hidden I will smack that I will play that victim What if love was a strength in my bones? What if grass was replaced by the snow? What if birds came tripping by the ledge? What if slaves ran free but instead You shot the ball I laid up I hate my own name I hate my own guts I don't like you I don't want to I don't need love So we came through Every single Michael J. record you was playing Billie Jean, I remember I dance, you run, I don't play Got sick and ate my own brain A lot of y'all dumb, overrated A lot of y'all be looking like baby A lot of y'all can't spell basic A lot of y'all know my fragrance No, no, I'm not your ordinary Girl, you know what's good So why do you 
That was awesome. Papa likey. Yay. No question. Um, yeah, it, I, I just love how spacey and, uh, you know, kind of jazzy it was. And then his, uh, his delivery was very interesting. Just very laid back in a, in a great way. I was expecting to detect some sort of accent. But uh, not on that song right? at all for Which me. we just talked about last week, how some people you can't even tell their accent. And I'm wondering if maybe because he wanted, like, didn't want to be blacklisted by hip-hop, he maybe tried to rap in a palatable style for Americans as well. Um, and do you know if that was one of the tracks produced by K. Trinata? No, that is the track Egyptian Lover featuring Aminé. It actually comes next on the album after ah, this okay. song. Okay. Um, but you you could see the sort of uh yeah you mentioned it being like really jazzy and just nice and smooth that's like the whole album is very catchy and smooth but he toys with a few different styles goes into some like darker synth pop but then it's all still really catchy and then the song charlie brown with uh anna of the north is i get major prince vibes and oh wow it also reminds me of like heim just that kind of 80s influenced pop and uh, Reggie, his influences, I mean, he has, just like we've been talking about with, I feel like, and I think that's going to be a theme with the rest of my songs, just a lot of different styles being combined. He cites influences. He mentions Whitney Houston in a song, and he uh, cites a wide range from Wu-Tang and Nas to George Michael and Charles Bukowski and MF Doom, who we heard last week, Yep, was a big uh, influence on him. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend that album. I had no idea who Reggie Snow was. I just saw this is coming out and checked it out. And every song is just wonderful. So I'm definitely going to check that out now. Thanks. You need Thanks, to. Thanks, Cuzzo. This album's called Dear Annie. And so he the lyrics are, it feels very personal at times because it's about a relationship he had that, you know, ends at some point. But aesthetically, it reminds me of, Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy, both in the style but also the look. And the album cover is like a little redhead girl standing in like a field with some flowers. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the the red hair is a reference to like Little Orphan Annie or something. Could be. I saw the cover and um, she kind of reminded me of Anne of Avonlea. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Anne of Avonlea or uh, anything. Are you saying Anne of Avonlea or Anne of Avonlea? Yeah, the second Anne of Avonlea is that. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, Or Anne of Green Gables? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. Avonlea is the broader universe. I mixed them up. You would know that, you Downton Abbey watching motherfucker. (laughs) I grew up on the Avonlea series. Yeah. of of things but yeah Anne of green gables she uh has a definite Anne of green gables or pippi longstocking look um yeah yeah i could see that or or little orphan annie like the one i said that she shares the name with that would make more sense but well not really well the look of her though like (laughs) if i want to be correct about this little orphan annie had a bunch of curly hair this that's true but it's the same color it was bright orange kind of um, which you know, I have a cat named Annie. And yeah, maybe it's about your um, cat, and maybe that picture is. is supposed to be your cat. I hope he did not have like a relationship and a breakup with my cat because she stays in my house, so I don't know how he would have gotten in and done all that. But weird. Um, but 
uh, Annie, my cat, is named for Little Orphan Annie because she was a runaway and I found her, and also kind of named after Annie Clark from St. Vincent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Little uh, fun cat fact there. So that was Reggie Snow with Spaceships from Dear Annie, out now on 300 Entertainment and Honeymoon Records. So I'm going to move on to another very young rapper, um, an exciting rapper who mm-hmm. has surrounded himself also with some really great uh, people. Uh, you, you're talking about Reggie made me switch up my order because there's a lot of crossover in talent and that kind of thing. Nice. This guy's name is Bishop Nuru. Have you heard of him before? Yeah, I don't remember why, but I've seen that name places. Yeah, I he's gotten been getting some buzz lately um, for this upcoming album. When he was 15, he um, kind of rose to prominence on Odd Future internet forums. Oh. He would post beats and rap. That's kind of how people discovered him. When he was still in his teens, he uh, was declared one to watch by the New York radio station Hot 97. Uh, A great honor. Nas called him the future of music. Oh, an even greater honor. And uh, he opened for MF Doom Oh, in his teens. MF like, Doom's coming up a lot. Yeah. And um, he has released some mixtapes and a couple albums, and he's getting ready to release this next project, which really seems to be the one that's going to like propel him into like the national consciousness. You know, it seems like he has been building towards blowing up. Yeah. And, um, he, uh, he enlisted for this album two super producers, K Trinata. Nice. And MF doom. Awesome. So they produced every song on the album. They each kind of have their, their own tracks. And the one that has been released is a MF doom production. Um, and Bishop Nuru says that this album is kind of his attempt at making a rap pet sounds. He's uh, pretty into like music theory. That sounds great. And so we'll we'll see what the rest of it sounds like. This first song is very interesting. It sounds like a beat that MF Doom would do. It's jazzy, but it's one loop pretty much over and over again. Um, and what Bishop Nuru does with it is super cool. Hurry up! I want to listen to it. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, sure. I'm like why not? Jumping out my seat right now. Why not? Let's let's take a listen to it. Let's listen to this song. Do you want to listen to it? I would like to listen should to the song. Should we listen to the yeah, song? Maybe we should listen to the song. All right. Here's Bishop Nuru with Rooftops. Ah. Uh, yeah. Going down. Well, life just ain't fair And I could barely gather up enough feelings to care They wanna see us at the bottom, so I had to prepare Cause like I'm third wheel and I know I don't wanna be there I move wild but aware since a child knew that I would be here I said it loud, still nobody were here But if a tree falls in the forest and you ain't near Does it still make a sound or will sound disappear, huh? 
exactly, just as I expected Knew if I kept dropping, they'd hear it at any second They thought I would be second, but nah, I'm not settling I'm moving nomadic, I ain't packing any estrogen I had to man up, view the world from a second lens Now what I do, they jack it like Letterman So honestly, it don't bother me who I'm better than I make songs that change thought and spark better, man I'm extraterrestrial, you think we better, man My 5-5-D in the third locks me in So... I be feeling like I gotta win You ride a mess and ride a men's I've gotta end Your juice is minute main My live again I'm infinite like I'm unsigned Eminem Yeah I've been torn like limb from limb Was sleeper now reaper like Mr. Grimm Yeah I made the cut like I went and trim Now I blow them all away like tents and winds Still I'm here, lonely and the craftiest Probably the saddest, but his music is the happiest Bro is the nappiest, I'm trying to be the savviest I get that we here to connect like magnets I'm never dragging it, they think that I am I've been thinking passing it, it's like the pain's an exam Closed off like the cabinets, it's just who I am Giving a damn, I guess it's a habit of man Look, I aim high like two socks I'm trying to shoot for the sky like it's rooftops I know that they can see the rise like new stocks So I'm headed for the rooftops, headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops, headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops, yeah Have to dole out another Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. That was uh, really great. And you know, it's funny. Uh, this just happened like right before you we started recording. I was listening to uh, the song Peaches and Regalia from the album Hot Rats by Frank Zappa. Mm. And there's a similar horn part. And oh, that's weird. like right when that, the, you know, the kind of like going crazy part. I was like, that reminds me a lot of that Zappa song. But loved that beat uh feels just like the perfect amount of old school chopping up old jazzy samples but doing something really new and creative i liked how they were kind of it was like the horns in him were competing kind of at yeah. times it gave it a weird like chaotic feel but you still didn't lose what he was saying uh and some obviously some amazing wordplay imminent like unsigned eminem was one of my favorites that was good i really like the production on the song a lot um it it does have kind of the minimal 90s feel to it um it sounds like something that could have been on like gangstar or something back Mm -hmm. back in the day but what bishop nuru does with with it with his rapping uh just really makes it his own and uh he's such a young talent he's only 22 now that uh it's super exciting to kind of envision what this album is going to sound like he's obviously swinging for the fences with it you know saying he wants it to be a rap pet sounds and um 
I just feel like this could be catching him at just right the or just at the right artistic moment in his life. Um, he says this song was symbolic of the fall of the Titans and how the gods used their own power against them and then to reclaim uh, their spot they had to realize and reclaim their own power and that's kind of what this song is about which is interesting wow um is what is is fall is the titans is that uh greek mythology it is should i look it up sure do you remember the titans denzel i do remember them yeah, it's no. It's he's talking about the Denzel Washington football yeah. team. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember them. They Which, fell. That's not because I mean they did a pretty good job not, in that that's movie. Not Greek mythology. They desegregated the school and played good football. So, <laughs> although that one guy did get hurt, that was sad. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, the Titans. That is Greek mythology. Because I was just reading the story of Orion. Um, last night I forget why, but that's <laughs> a pretty messed up story. It's like. Oh, you know, the guy who's in the stars, Orion's belt. He like um, was supposed to marry this. This is totally a sidebar, by the way. <laughs> I mean, this has nothing to do with anything. I'm, I'm interested. Though, okay. yeah. I like mythology. Yeah. Talk. So he was supposed to like he went to this island and was supposed to marry this guy's daughter. And then the guy like if he went and hunted for him because Orion was the hunter mm. and then the guy backed out of the deal. So Orion like rapes his daughter which i think it's funny that he's supposed to be like the hero of the story kind of and it's like all right you're you're losing me a little bit but so then the guy like came when he was sleeping and took out his eyes so he couldn't see and uh then i forget some other stuff happened he ends up with artemis who is uh the goddess of the hunt i believe her brother is Apollo, and he knows that Orion like also has a relationship with this other girl. Oh boy! So, um, he sends Orion out into like this ocean. He's swimming, and he tells Artemis, "Hey, you want to prove your like hunting skills? Hit that target out there because it's like a really hard target." And so she shoots him, not realizing she killed her lover. Her brother tricked her and so then she put his image in the stars so that's why he's up there huh pretty cool right yeah (laughs) doesn't relate to this song at all i guess no just mythology yeah mythology's cool and all yeah yeah i just thought it was a cool story (laughs) i liked it all right so (laughs) (laughs) good luck coming back from that uh there's no way to come back. I'm just going to close just close it, it off. You know, that was Bishop Nuru with Rooftops from Elevators Act 1 and 2, which is out March 16th. If uh, Reggie and Bishop are what's to come of hip-hop in the future, we, uh, we, we're, we're going to be all right. I think so. We're in good shape. Speak for yourself. I'm in horrible shape. I need to hit oh, the gym. Me too. Oh, need to hit man. the elliptical. You know what I'm saying? Don't skip leg day. Yeah, never skip leg day. Kanye skipped leg day. Did you know that? I, he I he talks that. about it on our track. He's I'm like, he's how crazy could you? though. I love him. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna switch things up. My next song comes from Canadian indie rock band Born Ruffians. Oh yeah, you actually uh, introduced me to them back in the day. Uh, put one of their songs on a mix. I don't remember which one, but uh, I kind of lost track of them for a bit. But listened to Rough in 2015. 
uh, and that album is great. And uh, after that album, their drummer, uh, Steve Hamlin, left the band to go back to school. And, uh, oh, by the way, their lead singer's name is Luke Lalonde. Whoa. It's like, that's like half of that is my name, Luke LeBen. Yeah. We even got the La in the last name. So I think we have some Luke connection. That's why I connect to the music mm-hmm. so much, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, think, but, I think that's right. Yeah. But Luke said that uh, losing Steve kind of threw off the band dynamic because he was like a huge part of the band, even though, you know, he's the drummer, but he was like a founding member of the band and really important. So the band was kind of in a weird space uh, while working on this next album. Luke said we kind of pushed ourselves out to that radio rock realm as close as we felt comfortable with of trying to go like, look at what Phoenix are doing. Let's try and do something like that, where we spend a year making the kick drum sound right. But then just as my existential crisis about the band was reaching a peak, we started jamming with Steve again. So they got their old drummer back and then from there just cranked out this album and it was just like back to old tricks. They just clicked in and delivered a great album uh this album's called uncle duke and the chief and it's each song does something new that is really cool and i was just kind of listening to it as an afterthought because i'd already heard so many great albums that day and it really blew me away so we're going to take a listen to the album opener it's called forget me here's born ruffians Someday A white light Will come for you To comfort you Well I'll put My shades on Shield my eyes Yeah that's what I'll do And I'll face a lie with you Someday
that song i really liked the vocals especially in the song and i and i liked the effect that was going on mm-hmm. where it was kind of breaking at the end like he, he was kind of straining it and uh, i don't know if, if it was reverb or something that was happening to to break it up there but i i liked that a lot and um yeah it was just a, a cool catchy folky uh bit of a jammer yeah and uh you touched on the filter on his voice, which I gives it a really cool, like a lo-fi sort of feeling, even mm-hmm. though the rest of it is pretty crisply uh, recorded. And uh, his voice reminds me a lot of Scott McMicken from Dr. Dog, which I feel like they're kind of contemporaries, mm-hmm. um, but they kind of remind me stylistically of them. But then that chorus reminds me of like an old like 50s rock song it does, like, yeah. ballad or something. And much like those great old 50s songs, they have lyrics that, depending on your perspective, uh, come off very sweet and loving or can come off very creepy, like, saying, I'll be, I'll right, be right, right behind you, behind you. Yeah. <laughs> like stalking. But you got to check your perspective. And I think in this case, he means it in the sweet, loving way. And uh, yeah, reading the lyrics, I, I really like it. It's kind of, it kind of has that feel of uh, like an old 50s love song. Uh, but that is not the case with all the songs on the album. They rock pretty damn hard on a lot of these uh, songs. And like I said, like each song brings something cool, new, and different. And I feel like this is the best album I've heard from them, actually. The uh, the one that I know most from them is their debut album from like 2008. Yeah. And uh, what I remember most is like kind of weird, crazy rhythm drumming going on. Um and lots of clickies and and that kind of thing. Um, does that make an appearance on this? I I don't know if there's specifically the drum fills you're talking about that I really enjoy those, but there is some. I feel like the spirit of their old music is definitely alive in uh, some of these other ones. There was another track I was uh, deciding between uh, Fade to Black, and I feel like that reminds me a little more of their older uh, style and rocks harder. Um, but I decided to go with the gentler folk stuff. No, that's cool. Because like I'm it. yoked by folk. We talked about that last time. <laughs> yes, we did. We sure did. Um, all right. So that was Born Ruffians with Forget Me from Uncle Duke and the Chief out now on Yep Rock Records. I'm assuming Duke is l- after Luke because people have always called me like Luke the Duke. And I'm like, how would you get the fuck away from me right now? <laughs> yeah. Lazy. Right, lazy. That's, that's a that's a lazy. 
Luke oh, the yeah. Duke. Oh, oh I get I get Luke the Duke. I get cool hands Luke. Obviously, Luke, I am your father is the most common. And everyone wants to call me Lucas, which I'm like, if your name's Lucas, that's cool. It's a fine name, but it's not my name. I like to call you Blucas. Yes, Mark Blucas. And I uh, accept that gladly. Ooh, you shouldn't, man. Yeah. He's the worst he's part. He's worst of, boyfriend. Yes, he's the worst part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, uh, actually, I watched that season over recently, and he punches a guy who makes a mean joke and slept with Buffy. And so I think Blucas is a good guy. He like slept with Buffy and then kind of broke her heart. And then he says, "Uh, what's the difference between a freshman girl and a toilet seat?" A toilet seat doesn't follow me around after I drop a load or something like that. It might not be wow. that vulgar, Jeez. but that's the sentiment. And uh-huh. then Lucas punches him, and I'm like, yeah, Lucas. Okay, he did one redeeming thing, but he was the worst part of that show. And if you can't agree with me... I do agree with you. Okay, good. I was going to end. I was going to Actually, quit. no, no, no. I will not agree with you. The worst part of that show was when John Ritter was a robot who dated Buffy's mom. Okay, sure. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But Lucas was the worst recurring part of that show. You could say that. I did say that. (laughs) Season long. Yeah. So, Luke, I know you're yolked by folk. I am. Uh, I'm going to play a folk pop song here for you. Neato. Uh, Isn't that great? I can't wait. But first, I got to get a little backstory to anyone who may be listening uh, for the first time. So... Just put some dramatic music in here. Okay. Long ago. Oh no. A war of the duets was begun. Oh dear God. By Brian. Me. Uh, okay. Anyway, so basically, <laughs> what's going on is uh, a, a while ago I played a couple duets in a row, and then I crowned myself the king of duets. And then uh, I kept playing them. Like, they were just solid, incredible duets. The best duets you've ever heard. They were okay. I have the best duets you've ever heard. Believe me. And then this schmuck, my cousin over here, comes in and claims he's the mother of of duets. Mm -hmm. And he's got the best duets. So he'll throw a duet here or there, you know, ping pong, ping, you know, and they, they bounce off me like nothing because that's what he's bringing. Nothing. Um, believe me and the war of duets is a thing on this podcast it goes on and on i don't i don't know if we'll ever see the end of it you thought you killed me a couple episodes ago yeah. uh I, I i had a whole really great game of thrones themed uh bit you got two sentences and yeah, abandoned it so <laughs> yeah i couldn't get into it that much i uh i i've crawled out of the uh the lake with my armor on oh that's true i'm still alive and i'm hitting you back hard luke this this is a this is a hard hit uh-oh it's this is a really hard hit okay so here we go i'm gonna play a song from a prolific singer songwriter who's been putting out music for over 20 years and is prepping her 10th solo full-length album I'm talking about laura veers who she's not necessarily as well known as I think she should be, but um, she is an incredible singer-songwriter, has made some fantastic folk pop albums, and you may remember her uh, recently from the Case Lang Veers album. I do. Which is Nico Case, Katie Lang, and 
Guess what? She was the Veers. She was the Veers. Laura Veers. 33.33 repeating percent of that band. She's the titular Veers. That was a great album. Uh, Yes, great album. And um, Laura Veers sang my favorite song on that album, which is Best Kept Secret. Mm. It was one of the best songs of that year. So she just makes exquisite folk pop. And this is a concept album about the fragility of precious things and wanting to protect them. This song was inspired by a very eerie and sinister howling of wolves in the wild and about protecting the vulnerable among us, but at the same time while feeling vulnerable yourself. Mm. So it's a lot about the times we live in, about trying to ensure the protection of people in our society, but at the same time needing to protect yourself and a lot of that Mm. kind of stuff. Uh, For this song, she enlisted... Uh, someone that she's been performing with for for years she sang on his most recent album and now he is repaying the favor it's a guy you may have heard of named sufian stevens (gasps) oh boy yeah not looking too good for the old mother (laughs) of duets no so uh this song is fantastic um it is uh just just incredible we should just listen to it i think you're gonna really like it it's like checking off all the boxes of a song that you would like yeah i'd say so all right so this is laura veers featuring sufian stevens with Watchfire.
got the hat trick, buddy. Yeah. Lordy, lordy, very gordy. Oh. Uh, I feel like that was cool to hear Sufjan chiming in there. Um, it, it, I feel like it could be related to his music, kind of, but a kind of a very different style from what he's been doing recently. Yeah. So I liked hearing his voice as a part of something that I'm not used to hearing him as a part of. Um, yeah, that was great. I feel like they they go well together nice bouncy beat and uh it was it was lovely and sufian uh gave the titular line of the song what you know he's keeping watch at the watch fire and um it creates in a short span of time this kind of i don't know it almost feels like a dystopian sort of setting where um they're worried about this, um, like wolf or white dog. I think in like the, lyrics. the village where they're looking out for those forest beasts. Yeah, and so they they have a, a watch fire going, and they, he's been here before. He'll be here again, and mm. and so um, there's you know he's saying I'll I'll t- keep watch this time. Right. Um, and just kind of that um that universe in a in a short period of time is very. Uh, very visual because they're, she's such a great songwriter. And then to think of that in relation to the political climate we mm. live in now of, um, you know, being concerned, uh, you know, maybe it could be about uh, DACA recipients being very vulnerable and being perpetually in danger yeah. of being deported and just feeling like, oh, I need to be able to somehow watch out for them. Um, maybe it's teenagers being continually shot up at schools mm-hmm. and, um, you know, feeling that vulner- vulnerability of uh, maybe I need to watch out for for them. And um, I just think it's just such a such a well written song to elicit all of these um, emotions and is very, very uh, appropriate for the time we live in right now. You nailed it. I've got nothing else to say. But these kids, man, they're not sitting back. They're going for yes, it sir. with these these Florida high school kids. So go, you, you go, kids. Well, that was a pretty great duet. Um, I'd say you knocked my dragon down into the ice. And what you do after I leave, uh, that's up to you. You might want to resurrect that up into some sort of uh, White Walker zom- uh, zombie dragon. Yeah, so. I got... A bunch of chains, which I don't know where I got them from, but yeah. I, I got them. Okay. It doesn't matter. You're going to have, have to dive deep. You're going to have to dive deep to get that chain around that dragon because yeah. he was sinking down. He was sinking way down. I, I did that. Um, It's got like a weird, uh, I don't know, uh, chain link of people pulling these chains, which doesn't really seem like it would pull a dragon out and maybe the ice would break and stuff I think enough people but yeah but it, it just doesn't really make much hey, sense but i we got don't... a dragon now from you yeah um by the way i would have prefaced that there's gonna be game of thrones spoilers if i had known we were gonna go here but whoops well it's it ended a while ago but for real that scene sorry spoilers um we already spoiled it but uh, I'm more gonna talk, spoilers talk in detail that scene when the dragon falls down in the ice and it's like dead and its claws fall in that like made me sad because it was an animal and I love animals and it just reminded me of like other animals I've seen even though it's a giant beast yeah 
I think uh, I, w- I was sad as well, but I got to be honest with you. The White Walker Dragon... Kind of an upgrade. ...design of, like, the holes and the wings and stuff, mm-hmm. like, so cool looking. Yeah. Like, it, very, very cool idea. Makes it much more interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll stop talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right, so that was Laura Veers featuring Sufjan Stevens with Watchfire from The Lookout, which is out April 13th on raven marching band all right well my songs today and actually a lot of your songs um also fell under this just combining different styles in really cool ways i mentioned it earlier and um my last one for sure this is like a bonkers amount of styles that she brings into her music uh this comes from ruse it's r-o-o-s all caps uh this is a composer producer and musician based in california and new york she's doing an album now and she's releasing just the first four songs from it it's called standards and sort of the idea is doing some normal pop songwriting but adding different samples and just uh inspirations from different styles and the styles like i said a crazy range including gospel country shoegaze r&b jazz soft rock Torch songs, trap music, contemporary classical, bossa nova, and free improvisation. And uh, she has a bunch of guest vocalists uh, who come in and add to the songs as well. And the first song on this uh, th- this uh, little sampler, Volume 1, it- it's like a hymn, kind of. It's really beautiful. And then we're going to listen to this song, In Praise of Idleness. And I don't want to even say that much. I just want us to get to it. So let's check it. This is Ruse with In Praise of Idleness.
go ahead and give that a papa likey praise um to that <laughs> i don't know to me thank you yes praise to your papa likey thank you very much um that was unlike uh, anything i've heard before right I, I believe uh and somehow with all of the disparate sounds and styles and everything going on it's a cohesive song that works and is catchy and beautiful it's very very perplexing in the best sort of way yeah and uh, i meant to reach out for this a couple weeks ago and i forgot and then i just had the the album sent to me again and i was like oh yeah this song's amazing and i feel like it could have just been a straightforward like pop song or folk song or Absolutely, something yeah. and it would have been great but those horns i don't know what it, that's a clarinet or a sax or something it's a woodwind for sure but just take it to a whole other level and it's it's just so weird it's not something i would think uh, to put together and it just works so well also kind of reminds me of like the mountain goats when they do horns on like goths and mm. some of their previous albums mm-hmm. too um but yeah this uh i listened to all of this these first four songs uh volume one of standards and it's it's just a really cool feel because it feels like very modern very innovative but uh, pulling from all these older styles, and it really kind of has that older vibe, like uh, like someone's been digging through some old vinyls. Was that her on vocals, or was that a guest vocalist? Oh. Is she just a producer? I'm glad you asked. That was a guest vocalist. That was Kelly Scar doing those vocals. And uh, yeah, wonderful vocals as well. Yes, I believe that uh, Ruse herself does not uh, sing. She brings in guest vocalists. Cool. Uh, cool. I was just reading here. I think I should throw this in because I just saw it uh, with the press materials that the, her single, the first one, the hymn called I Fail, came out on uh, January 19th to coincide with the anniversary of Trump's inauguration. <laughs> huh. yeah. Nice, nice little jab at uh, the man that Brian loved so fondly that he was imitating him earlier with the bing bongs and such. Believe me. I, he says believe me all the oh, time. I was like, um, yeah, I, I threw some believe me's in there. <laughs> I like how you're just not even going to dispute it. You just like that I say that you love Trumpy. So that was Ruse with In Praise of Idleness from Standards Volume 1. It is out this Friday on Two Syllable Records. Well, folks, I think uh, it's time to hit the bricks. Hit the dusty trail. It's the end of an episode. We have one more song left. So long farewell, all feeders, and goodbye. I think you can tell we like to have fun here, right? Oh, yeah. We enjoy having a good time. Uh, Much like They Might Be Giants, I like fun. (laughs) Me too. Uh, We both like fun. And one of the most fun things to do is when 
both Luke and I reach out to play the same song oh, on the podcast. You're going to do me dirty like this? When we both reach out to play the same song on the podcast, one person, uh, it's just the way that the world works. <laughs> one person gets the permission, the other person does not, and that person must declare that they are what, Luke? I am the fucking loser. That's right. Five to one now is the score for the year. But to be fair, I forgot that I even asked for this song because I got it was in a fury of setting out requests for songs. So I think I should only get like a freaking loser or maybe a. You already said you already, you already said what you have just to decrease sentence. Um, the rules are the rules. Um, these sound like a bunch of excuses, you know, and if. If you're not strong enough to be my man, then you just gotta admit it and stop lying to yourself and take the point. Okay, I'll take the point. I am the in loser. I uh, took the swear out for uh, any of you kids. We have the explicit <laughs> E on our podcast for a reason. All right, the fucking loser, you happy Brian, you uh, sick bastard, nothing fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> now I'm going the other direction. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yes, nothing makes me happier uh, than destroying you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so, what? What are we doing? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're cousins, Brian. Why are we fighting? We like should. This? We shouldn't fight. Uh, I love you. Let's not fight. The score is still five to one. Love you too. Yeah, um, five to one. So I'm gonna go out on a song from Makeness, which is the musical project of a Scottish producer named Kyle Mollison, and he's had two EPs out, uh, one in 2015, one in 2017, and this is going to be his debut full-length album. Uh, It's noticeably indebted to house and techno music, Mm -hmm. and he has this kind of in-between approach to dance-minded music. Uh, It's it's really good, really catchy, definitely has a nice house vibe to it. And uh, the song is called Stepping Out of Sync, and Kyle says that the song is about losing a little bit of grip on reality. and it has a interesting music video that they set up this like three camera rig and they edit it weirdly together and and it's uh two women dancing but there's something off kilter about it and oh i was watching that yeah i do remember that and now. it's just done pretty pretty it's just cool. cuz it's kind of jump cuts because yeah, they're because not they're too like, far apart exactly yeah. so and it's just kind of that like you're in reality but at the mm. same time it's like not quite Kinda twitchy um so it's pretty cool you should check out the music video this song is fantastic uh fantastic enough for both of us to want mm-hmm. it so um Let's go out on Makeness with Stepping Out of Sync, which is from his debut album, Loud Patterns, out April 6th on Secretly Canadian. But first, let's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. First of all, shouts to Titus Andronicus, A Productive Cough. We started off the year by listening to uh, their first single from that album. It is my favorite Titus album since The Monitor. Uh, next up, Soccer Mommy Clean. Excited for that. Shouts to Super Organism. I played them on the podcast. Their self-titled debut is coming out. Oh. Excited for that. Camp Cope, How to Socialize and Make Friends. Get some great Australian accent on those songs, oh, baby. Boy. Oh, yeah. And then Lucy Dacus, Historian. 
What you got, Bry? I have a lot. First of all, we got Gweno with mm-hmm. Lakove. Lakove. Nice. Uh, we played her on the podcast. We got Andrew WK with You're Not Alone. Can't wait for that one. I should have said he uh, just won the uh, man of or the person of the year award. Sexiest man alive? No, person oh. of person of the year award from like the National Association of Suicide Suicidology or something. Wow! Because of his positivity yeah, yeah. work and stuff. So cool. He could also win sexiest man alive. That, uh, the yeah. white t-shirt and pants. Uh, hubba hubba. Um, uh, next, we have the men with Drift, which I've played them on the podcast, I believe, two times. Um, very excited for this new album from the Breeders called All Nerve. Uh, they're, I mean, they're a classic, classic 90s band. Come Great. on now. Uh, we have Ed Schrader's Music Beat. With their album Riddles, which uh, super cool post-punk type of... Uh, produced by Dan Deacon? Yeah, produced by That's Dan amazing. Deacon, which is super fun. Um, Anna Von Hosswolf. I've heard some of her. That's Dead Magic. Funny. She makes really good uh, pipe organ, sometimes drony, sometimes poppy. She's awesome. And that's it. For me, so many. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a busy boy on Friday. Let me tell you. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll go out on makeness. Uh, as always, head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com. Subscribe to the print magazine and just check out all the great content on the website. And uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Write us a review. That would be great. And you can follow us on Twitter and all the rest of those uh, similar sites. <laughs> Social media sites. <laughs> That's what they're called. I believe, yeah. Um, uh, at Best Song Ever Pod. And as always, thanks to Congress for uh, letting us use their song, Shout Pond out. Fight. <laughs> Shout out to them for Pond Fight. <laughs> Pond Fight is our theme song. Uh, so, forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you, Dan. This is Best Song Ever. <laughs>